So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is a continuation of an episode that we started, I guess, two episodes ago. I I misspoke at the end of that last one. I said, oh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll continue this. Uh, But we had an interview sandwiched in between here that I hope you really enjoyed, by the way. But today is a continuation of episode 304, which is turning instincts into habits, part one. And what we were doing in that episode was setting the stage for, uh, you know, something we all want to do, which is we want to dismantle our bad habits and we want to replace them with good ones. And we were talking about how our instincts and our intuition play into that, how we are not actually trying to fight ourselves nearly as much as we're trying to partner with the part of ourselves that knows what's best, that actually has been trained and educated and informed. And that part in our head that just goes, hey, shouldn't you be doing this Shouldn't you not watch that fifth episode of The Simpsons? Shouldn't you probably do some work? There's that thing in us, right, that kind of reminds us, tries to keep us on course. And often when you're dealing with an addiction, you have already made the habit of bypassing that. Not that it ever goes away, but we suppress it and its voice certainly becomes a lot quieter. And we engage in, you know, our toxic behavior. But there is a a way to revive those instincts. And when you actually undergo healing of the heart, when you begin to value yourself and love yourself, as you actually undergo transformation, not just behavior modification, but actual internal transformation of the heart, then that's that's when your propensity starts to change. And that's when you start to acknowledge, you become more conscious of your instincts, that thing in you that says, hey, this is the thing you should be doing. This is the right thing, et cetera, et cetera. And it gives you a chance to instill some new habits. Now, part two is really what we're, we're getting into is the nuts and bolts of what happens when you actually embark on this journey. But before I get too far into it, I just want to remind you guys that if you are struggling with a porn addiction and you need some help, you can download my blueprint for recovery. It's called The Last Relapse. It is a best-selling book that I am giving to you, no charge, my gift to you for being a listener of this podcast. You can access it at thelastrelapsebook.com. I would love for you to get your hands on this. Um, Man, if you apply the principles and the concepts that we teach, you will be forever changed. I really mean that. They are life-changing principles and practices in that book. Let's talk a little bit about what happens when you begin this journey, okay? So, um, you know, let's imagine the, I'll I'll use my own own self as the example here. So I I used to have this, this thing about night, the nighttime, because I would often relapse at night. And so I, I knew that probably once I hit a certain time, again, I was really young, right? Like early 20s. So I don't know if I was that calculated or meticulous about it. But I, I knew that there were, you know, probably after 10, 11 o'clock, not very many good things were going to happen on my laptop, right? And um, that, that, that existed for a pretty long time, the nighttime thing. Um, and I, I remember one particular day where, I was, I was just starting to approach my laptop to kind of do what I would normally do. And I had this thing in me 
that was like, but what about the things God's called me to? Again, just it was just a flash, just a thought. It wasn't the first time that it happened. In prior instances, I had just ignored it, deflected it, moved on. But I heard it, and it kind of hit me a little bit differently. And my laptop was open. I still remember, and I was like, no. You know what? I'm not going to do it. So I shut the laptop, and I left. And it was one of the most incredible feelings in the world of just like I had this gut intuition speak to me. Historically, I have ignored it and then greatly regretted doing so. And today, I made the right decision, kind of against my own will or my own bad habits, if, if you will. And it feels amazing. And a lot of people at this point say, I'm free. I'm clean. I'm good. I'm good to go. There's no turning back. I've never felt this way before. So if I feel something novel, then it must mean that something new has happened. You know, something better has taken place. I'm good to go. I'm clean. I'm free. And that's not how it works. So that first step is huge. And kudos for you if, if you've done that recently or ever, really. Um, kudos. But the next step is, is maybe the biggest one. And that is the second opportunity. There's this great video on YouTube of, uh, I've just a scene at the park. And, you know, there's people all over the place. And everyone's kind of doing their own thing. People playing Frisbee and people have picnic baskets out and they're eating lunch together and whatever. And there's this this certain area, kind of an open field, I guess. And one guy, okay, one guy in a crowd of hundreds of people starts to just dance like, like an absolute fool. And he starts to kind of like move his shoulders funny with his body bent over. He's like leaning backwards, kind of like rocking his shoulders in a funny way. One guy. So the camera's on this one guy. And... He's just doing that for a while and some people walk by and kind of, you know, giggle a little bit and kind of furl their eyebrows like, what's he doing? And continue about and this goes on for a little bit. And then after a few minutes, a second person joins him. And as soon as the second person joins, then not too long after is a third, fourth, fifth. And before you know it, you have a huge group of people doing this. Now, um, that, that video often says, you know, it, it would have never happened if it wasn't the fir- for the first guy, the leader, right? Because he's the one who was willing to stick his neck out, be a fool, and, you know, kind of expense his own reputation and opinion about other people and, you know, whatever else might have been at stake. But the real, the real pivot, the real catalyst was the second leader, if you will, the second person who said, this guy's got something. I'm going to follow suit. That's when the dominoes actually started to fall. So in recovery, you can make the first bold step. That might mean jumping on a call with us, you know, to see if our program's a good fit. That's a huge, brave, bold step. It might mean talking to your pastor, confiding in your loved one. You know, it, it, it might mean showing up to a, a, an SAA group or, or something else, buying a course. That first step is massive. But if that leader stayed on the hill alone the whole time, 
while he is a leader, he, the impact is nominal. Without the second person that buys in, there, there's no downstream effect. And so for you, you can take that first bold step of recovery. But it's the second step that catalyzes the dominoes. So what do I, what do I mean? For, for me personally, that first time I closed my laptop book when I felt tempted, I had done before. But remember, I said something felt different. And sometimes we, we tell ourselves, this feels different. And if it feels different, then it must be different. Something different has taken place. I'm a new person. There's no turning back. And, and we, we lean into the feeling of that moment instead of failing to realize that, sure, this feels different. And, and no doubt, maybe something has been done. But it's only the first moment. It's the second moment when you feel tempted to go back or when the next day you're in the same scenario again. That's the turning point. If you can get two quick wins, then the, the momentum will start to shift very quickly. And so if you're going to turn your instincts into habit, yes, act on the instinct. Pay attention to it. Lean into it. Let it guide you, right? This is the byproduct of a healed heart, of, of doing the deep inner work. But as you do so, you will be confronted with a second moment. And that second moment matters considerably. And if you can respond as well, if not better, to the second moment and the third moment and the fourth moment, the momentum will start to carry. That is where the rubber hits the road. Anybody can have a singular, isolated moment of breakthrough. It means very little. A breakthrough without a follow-through is a moment without momentum. Somebody should write that down. It's not my own. I believe that's Pastor Matt Tapley's. A breakthrough without a follow-through is a moment without momentum. So you got you to gotta make your way through that moment, but then your goal is to get breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. The difference is that it, those second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth breakthroughs are not going to feel like breakthroughs because you already had that first one where everything felt different and you could feel the change and it was super exciting. But that all goes away. That all falls to the wayside, right? Because it's just one moment. Eventually, you'll have to earn it again and again and again until the new habit starts to form. So a couple things that you can do to keep yourself encouraged because those second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh moments are not always easy. Number one, if you have a deep-seated why, it's going to be very useful. It's going to keep you anchored. It's going to keep you on track. Number two, overconfidence. Guard against overconfidence at all costs. I don't care how different it feels. I don't care if the angel Gabriel showed up to you in your sleep and said you'll never watch porn again. Be wise. Be proactive. Keep your checks and balances. Don't set yourself up for failure. Like, don't play with fire. Like, I'm clean six and a half years. I I am not on my laptop past 10 o'clock ever. And if I am, it is because I'm streaming a basketball game. It's not like I'm not browsing or surfing. I don't do any of that. I probably could. But why play with fire? It just, it just doesn't make sense. So remind yourself why. Set yourself up for success. Have some good practices. And number three, okay, and this is going to go back to uh, my personal story. Invite the Holy Spirit into those moments. You, you would be amazed at how much perspective you gain when you start to just invite God in. Just a conscious prayer like, God, I invite you into this moment. I give you my temptation. I give you my urge. I give you my thought. 
it goes a really, really long way. So guys, here's what I want I want you to get from these uh, two episodes, episode 306 and episode 304. You have what it takes. The instincts are there. All the material is there. It is your job to resensitize your heart. Get in touch with the inner life. And as you do, you will start to tap in to your instincts more naturally. When you do, act on them. Pay attention to that inner thing, that thing within you. Start acting on it. The first time is great, but it is the times after that matter the most. And hey, if somewhere in that chain you relapse, it's okay. You pick back up where you left off and you continue. Not a big deal. How we frame those things means matters a lot. So let's not make a bigger deal of it than it needs to be. But if you do this, you're going to start turning your instincts into habits. And when your instincts get turned into habits, you become a very powerful person. This is where you start to see the compounding effect of consistency in your spiritual life, your financial life, your relationships, your social life, your spiritual life, whatever it might be. So I want to really encourage you guys, if you latch onto this, you will see some changes in your life. And I hope that you do so. And as a reminder, you know, if you are struggling with porn addiction and you know that, that what you've done up until now has gotten you so far, but you need to go a little bit further, you can get a copy of my Blueprint for Recovery, The Last Relapse, at www.thelastrelapsebook.com. My gift to you, completely free of charge. That's thelastrelapsebook.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.